this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Of radio. Pre-roll time. You know the Cheers to Comics podcast is proudly brought to you by Inked Marketing and the Inked Marketing crowd funded comic for this here episode. Well, it's going to go to Tiki Zombie. Ten years ago, the first fan-tiki-tastic issue of Tiki Zombie was published by New Legend Productions. To celebrate the milestone, Michael Gordon and Peter Cutler are publishing a comic featuring all-new material. That's the same creative team, people. So what the hell is Tiki Zombie? You, you, you recognize Tiki Zombie if you saw him for sure. Tiki Zombie is a comic depicting the adventures of a cursed undead lounge owner named Tiki Z and his crew of the mysterious island of Mugabali. Mm-hmm. Take one ounce of childish humor, add one ounce of silly satire, and mix with fruity syrupy passion, Saturday morning suspense, mythical mayhem, and a dash of sweet tropical vibes. Make sure to leave out all the bitters, shake it up and strain into sequential panels, and serve with a stunningly sumptuous cover. The concoction is so powerful, most establishments will not serve an individual more than two, but we encourage you to order as many as you can handle. Mm-hmm. Tiki Zombie, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited for this one. Um, it's a project we love on Kickstarter, so yeah, just go to uh, inked.pub slash Tiki Zombie and uh, secure your copy today. Um, <laughs> it's... Oh, it's right up my alley, people. It looks like a lot of fun. A lot of fun. And um, I'm telling you, it's a, it's a memorable character. If you've been in, around in comics at all within the past decade, you've you've seen Tiki Zombie. So, uh, yeah, get on it. Once again, it's inked.pub slash Tiki Zombie. Well, hello again, and welcome back to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I'm your host, Brian Wayne, and this is episode 350. 
and the 350th episode of the Cheers to Comics podcast will be a poll list prioritize. I'll be going over the books of the future, um, more specifically, the, uh, the, the books coming out next new comic book day, and of course, most importantly, the, uh, the books due for FOC pre-order, so, uh, yeah, but before I get into all of that, I got a shout out to my affiliates and sponsors, firstly, and that's gonna be Nerds Forever. Uh, Nerds Forever has become uh, one of my favorite places on the planet to get my comic books from. Uh, the, the the customer service is just unmatched, um, and uh, if you're if you know you don't have it's uh, the best part is you don't have to be in Newcastle, Wyoming to be able to uh, to get these this great customer service that I uh, I go on and on about, and rightfully so. Um, yeah, no, 307nerdsforever.com. You can go online, and they're constantly updating the website. They're, they're, they're hard at work adding books to the inventory, and it's, uh, it's a beautiful thing watching it grow. So 307nerds4, the number 4ever.com, 307nerdsforever.com, or, like I said, if you're planning a, a cross-country road trip and Wyoming is, uh, you know, uh, part of your destination... Then, uh, I don't know, maybe detour into Newcastle and, uh, check out a new brick and mortar. Cause I, I don't know, that's definitely on my to-do list before we, uh, move Studio Cerebro to the East Coast. So, uh, yeah. Um, once again, 307nerdsforever.com. Now, finally, the, uh, the, the books that are due. For pre-order, the uh, the final order cutoff books, FOCs, for Lunar. And, uh, you know, for those of you that may not be privy to how distribution works as of right now, this moment when I speak, there are two major distributors of comics, and that's going to be Lunar and Diamond. Lunar is going to be your DC and your, um, uh, your Ahoy and your Scout. And then Diamond is essentially just the rest. But, um, yeah, so with that being said, there are different cutoff dates. And, uh, yeah, so let's let's talk about Lunar's cutoff dates. Their order, or final order cutoff date is due on the 19th. That's a Sunday, people. Sunday. So, uh, yeah, let's get down to it. Let's, let's talk Lunar. Uh, Scooby-Doo, or sorry, Batman and Scooby-Doo Mysteries number 7. Uh, we got Batman number eighty-nine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm 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 digging this series, man. I really am. Uh, I, I I guess I gotta read number two still, but uh, I'm excited. I love the first issue. I thought it was just what I wanted out of this. Uh, we got Batcat, Batman, Catwoman number eight. Let's continue in on there. We got a couple covers. Uh, we got Batman Fortnite number one one shot. Okay, now what the fuck is this? I don't really have a cover here, if that is the cover, it can't be the cover, there's no way that Greg Capullo and Joshua Nixon, right now I guess it'd just be Greg Capullo, um, yeah, no, uh, I don't know, we'll see, fucking Snyder and whatnot, hmm, alright, directly from the best-selling groundbreaking Batman, okay, so this isn't Zero Point, it's just a Fortnite, see, this is where I fall ignorant. Um, alright, it comes an oversized one-shot that brings the action from the island to Gotham City. If you thought Batman Fortnite Saga was over, 
Think again, it only gets bigger from here. Includes a bonus digital code for an outfit in Fortnite. So that in itself, I mean, we all saw what happens with the fucking codes and shit. Uh, probably, yeah, I, that's... Those Fortnite people are crazy nuts. Um, they, 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 they love their, their, their Fortnite. I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll pay for it, too, so... I don't know. Know your market, people. Um... Batman The Long Halloween Special, another one-shot here. What do we got going on? Uh, 25 years ago, you thought you knew the whole story of Batman The Long Halloween. Now, legendary creators uh, Jeff Loeb and uh, Tim Sale return to Gotham City to reveal that no secret remains buried forever. Join us for the return of the Batman Halloween specials and a mystery that could destroy Batman Commissioner Gordon Two-Face and, well... That would be telling, wouldn't it? Aww. You're going to leave it some mystery. It's an $8 book. Good lord, it better be huge. Does it say how many pages? No, it does not. Hmm. Oh, that's a, that's a tough spec there. Uh, let's see, we got a B cover on this one done by Tim Sale. And we got a 1 in 25 done by Tim Sale as well. That's a... Uh, oh, that's pretty cool. I don't know if it's something I want as a comic book cover. I'd have that blown up, like, giant, mm, like, I don't know, the framed in my mansion. But, you know, that's just not realistic now, is it? Because I don't have a mansion. Oh, you thought the podcast was doing real good, huh? Uh, <laughs> ah, Black Man on number two. We do got the first appearance of Devil Ray in this one. So done by Chuck Brown, Black Mana, and Gallus pursue a deadly metal coveted across the seven seas. A metal that kills anyone with Atlantean DNA. Is it the what? Is it this terrible treasure that summons Torrid, a woman from Black Manta's past, or just literally broke out of hell to attack him? How does it connect to Devil Ray, the new bad boy of the oceans, looking to punish the surface world? Yeah, there you go. Um, I mean, I actually haven't got to read the first one yet, but I'm anxious. Uh, then we've got a Blacksmith, number four, that's coming out of Scout, I believe. Just a little five-parter there. Um, we've got a... Oh, this is one that I've been... Mm-hmm. Uh, Catwoman, A Lonely City. It's uh, done by Cliff Chang. So, it's a black label... Uh, four-parter? Yeah. It's about the Catwoman. Uh, ten years ago, the massacre known as Fool's Night claimed the lives of Batman, the Joker, Nightwing, and Commissioner Gordon, and sent Selina Kyle, the Catwoman, to prison. To prison. No, I said it like that. A decade later, Gotham has grown up. It's put away costume heroism and villainy as childish things. The new Gotham is cleaner, safer, and a lot less free under the watchful eye of Mayor Harvey Dent and his bat cops. And then there's like 17 other sentences. I'm not going to keep going. It sounds interesting, though. This is actually one that I'm going to pick up for the films, hey, because she's you know, she'd be a big Catwoman fan and whatnot, so, yeah, $7 price point there, not too bad, you know, oversized, black label book, nice, thick, good stuff. Uh, there's a uh, couple of covers, both done by Cliff Chang, then there's a 1 in 25 done by Jock. Ooh, hey. Um, 
Now, you got to think, too. Uh, now, granted, none of this is canon, but, uh, you know, fucking, uh, ten years later, a bunch of motherfuckers are dead. It's the future, you know? I bet you there's some new faces that pop up, you know? I mean, hmm. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, challenge of the Super Sons, number seven. That's wrapping up there. They got a B cover done by Riley Rosmo. Uh, Future State Gotham, number six. Mm-hmm. Rose Besh getting the getting a B cover there. See, now that one's not nearly as bad. You know, um, now I'm not sure the arm proportions make a whole lot of sense. <sighs> Yeah, the back arm, I don't know, it just seems a little too small. But whatever, I mean, if you look at the... It's not too bad. It's not too bad. Um, getting better there, Rose Besh. See, I don't I don't want to not like their work. That's not... That's not what I'm about. I feel like I'm getting all nasally, like I'm catching a cold or something. I can't be saying that shit out loud. Uh, hardware. Uh, number three, we got a... Dennis Cowan cardstock on that one. Harley Quinn, the animated series, Eat, Bang, Kill, Tour, number two, of a six Uh Let's see, Babs Tar getting the B on that one. <laughs> getting the B, whatever that means. Uh, I am Batman, number two. Uh, Matina getting the cardstock. Mm, that's pretty badass, I'm not going to lie. That's a good one. Look at you, Matina. Damn. Uh, let's see. Joker number eight on the FOCs this week. Uh, Jorge Molina getting the B on that one. That's pretty badass. That's a badass cover. I could see that one actually uh, doing well just for the sake of cover appeal. You know, I don't know. It's got that crazy eye. No. Uh, um... Yeah, no, that's fucking badass. Jorge Molina. Killing it on that one. And then look at Vengeance on the A cover as well. Gillum March. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a C cover? Look at that. Punchline done by Aki Bright. I don't know how you are, Aki. Is she sitting on a toilet? What's going on there? I can't tell what she's sitting on. She's on some sort of throne, but, I mean, it's like a throne of... Bathroom supplies and makeup and whatnot. Is that a toilet or is that like a brush? Can't tell. They gave her some big old hips. Huh. What's going on there? I don't know. Those legs look off. I don't know. Um, I. Pff, who am I? I can't fucking. I wouldn't be able to draw that position. They're like way up. I don't know. There's this. It is what it is. It's a punchline cover and it's kind of punk rock. In a way, girl power. Uh, uh what's it? What was it? Aki Bright. There you go. Oh, and there's a D cover. We keep going. This is a one in twenty-five though, done by James Stoke. Stokey. St no, Stoko. James Stoke. Oh, my bad. That's it's pretty red. It's not all that colorful, but uh, it's pretty apocalyptic. I'll tell you that much. Damn. That's it's. That's a cool cover. I don't know, man. Uh, let's see. What is there a description of this at all? I mean, there is, but I'm just trying to see if maybe there's something in here. I guess I could pull out my information as well. Um, yeah, no, it's no, no uh, speculative 
Hmm. Except for these covers. Jesus Christ. Uh, continuing on, sorry. Uh, Justice League Last Ride. Number six there. And then we got a Michael Choi cardstock. That is fucking cool, too. Oh my gosh, that's like an oil painting. I mean, it's obviously an oil painting. Dark side. That is bad ass. Michael Choi. Koi? Choi? I think it's Choi. That's a. Uh, Jesus criminy. Um, oh, we got Nubia in the Amazons. Now, let's see. This. Yeah. Um, Alright, so. This, uh, this has uh, some first appearance appeal to it. I believe we got some new Amazons, Amazonians. And uh, there was something else in this, too. I could look it up, but she's all that effort. Um, but yeah, Nubia and the Amazons, number one. Uh, I think this is... Um, I mean, if you were to speculate on this one, it's probably going to be a long-term hold. I mean, let's face it. Anything DC right now is a long-term hold, but this one might be more long-term than... Yeah, let's see here. Um, da, 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 da. You know, I wish all of these uh, fucking um, books on the FOCs came out or were released on the same week. You know, some of them are, yeah, they're, they're released later than others. Like the like the Batman Long Halloween, that doesn't come out till the, uh, the the week of the 20th or the 19th because it's DC. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Now, I'm seeing, by my information here, this Nubia book, according to the key collector, at least, it comes out way earlier. Um, I think it has it coming out on the, the 6th, I believe? And that can't be right. Yeah, it has it coming out on the 6th, but Andromeda is the other character in this. Um, yeah, no, so that's, that's not right. Uh, Lunar has it. Nineteenth, so there you go. I'm here to correct shit. You know, you can't just go by a key collector, and you know the key collector isn't just a word. Well, there's more to it. There's more to it. Um, look at that B cover, Mika Sozo, Mika. Look at that. So I don't know. Is that, new? Is, that is that Andromeda? I don't know. Oh look, there's more. There's a one in twenty-five. And then there's a D cover as well. Usually it's the... Whatever. I mean, you know what I'm trying to say, right? The C would be the 1 in 20... Or the... Yeah. The D would be the 1 in 25. The C would be the C. Uh, it looks like the 1 in 25, though, is actually just a Voyagin variant of the uh, the D. <laughs> the D. Pennyworth number 3 is coming out. Well, I mean, due for pre-order. Uh, Red Shift from Scout. Comics coming out, uh-huh. Second coming only begotten son number six. That's wrapping up. Yeah, took a little break there for a few issues, but it's back with a vengeance. Uh, snatched number three on the FOCs this week. I'll stop saying that. Uh, Static season one number four. Two covers on that one. Superman, son of Cal L. Oh yeah. And the Inyakli variant is a uh, pretty fucking metal, dude. He's all on like fire and shit. Yeah. Uh, Teen Titans Academy number seven. Yep. Uh, oh yeah. Mm, Gorilla Groot versus all them Academy song bitches. That's gonna be a good one. 
I got a feeling, oh, look at that B cover. Oh, shit. Uh, Steve Lieber. So they got, oh, you're going to have to see for yourself, but they got, uh, oh, shit, what's his, what's the little, Grodd? No, uh, Greg, Gorilla Greg, dressed up as, like, Robin. And, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, probably just for funsies, you know? Yeah, I'm sure Grodd maybe has a little mind control on old Greg. Uh, old Greg. <laughs> I'm old Greg. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. So, uh, there you go. Huh. Uh, I wouldn't say that we're going to get any reveals of who the hell Red X is yet, though. Probably not in this issue. It'd be a super surprise if it would, though. Uh, Titans United, number two. Uh, Cal New getting the, uh, the B on that. That is fucking rad. Is that supposed to be Raven? Yep, that is. That is badass. Hmm. Or is it Hawk and Dove? Or is it... No, it says Raven right above her. Jesus Christ, Brian. Uh, we don't kill spiders, number two, from uh, Black Caravan. You know, sub subdivision of Scout. Ah, oh, badass, man. I haven't gotten around to reading number one yet. But I have a feeling this is going to be a series best read in chunks. You know, read one and two together and then decide. Uh, Juan Battle Girl, number four. Couple covers on that one. Jamal Campbell on that B. Uh, and then we got Wonder Woman 780. Uh-huh. Uh, Clunin getting the, the B on that one. And uh, that is that is going to do it. I will say one thing, though. Um, it's not often that I bring up, you know, trades and all of that stuff. But uh, Why the Last Man is putting out a compendium. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, you know, the Hulu series finally came out and there you go it's a $60 book good lord yeah pre-order that one so uh yeah no that's all the lunar books due for order by sunday the 19th remember separate dates people um now let's head on over to uh previews now and see what the hell else is due for order by monday the 20th Starting with Vault, we've got Dead Box number two. This is a Mark uh, Russell joint. I very much enjoyed the first one. Uh, the first issue was pretty gnarly. I don't know. There, it, make, it really makes me wonder where they're going with this. But, like I said, I was entertained by the first issue, and that's enough to keep it on my poll list. So, yeah, we got two covers there. We've got Wasted Space number 24 from Vault. Uh, Witchblood number seven, couple covers there. Sorry, three covers on Witchblood number seven. We have a number one, World of Darkness, uh, from Teeny Howard and Blake Howard and Jim Zub and Tim Seeley and Danny Lore. Good lord. Uh, a World of Darkness event. So is this something that's okay? Uh, Cecily Bain has become everything she never wanted as the Prince of the Twin Cities. Cecily's a prince? How does that work? I don't know. But her rule over a fractured, backbiting vampire court is interrupted by an intruder. Something big, hairy, and full of teeth. Mm-hmm. Werewolf much? Yeah. Vampires and stuff? Good. She was missing a good scrape. What? What? Is this written by a Brit? There's, there's worth living 
Jesus Christ. There's worse living in the shadows than vampires. Rip opens the door to the world of darkness as RPG comic King Jim Zub joins the writing team that brought you Vampire the Masquerade, Winter's Teeth for this oversized issue events series. Okay. So this is probably something that you should go into this knowing what it's about. Or, yeah, I mean, I don't know, having a vampire masquerade, I guess, is what you need to know. I don't know. Um, it's new, but not. And that's what's due for order from Vault. Now we go to Valiant. We've got Ninjack number four. Is this the only title they're doing, though? Where's my XO at? Still waiting on XO. Um, and then, fuck, what else? What else? Are they done with Bloodshot? Are they done with Rye? Like, what, what, what the hell? Come on. Come on, Valiant. Get it together. You're better than this. You're better than just Ninjack. Ah, ba, ba, ba. Can we get another Quantum, Quantum and Woody? I am so nasally right now. I'm fucking grossed out by myself. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Gross. Um... Valiant, we go to Titan. Do we? Do we go to Titan? We do. A little bit of Blade Runner for you. Uh, Blade Runner Origins number seven. Now from Titan, we're gonna jump up to. Ugh, come on, Oni Press. A little bit of Oni Press. Oh, what do you know, Rick and Morty. Ah. Uh, but this is a Mr. Nimbus story. This is one that I would actually pick up. Now, I've been kind of off of the Rick and Morty lately, but Mr. Nimbus on this new season, or whatever season it is now, I guess it's still the new season. Um, I like that character a lot. I really did. He's my new Mr. Bird Person, or just Bird Person. It's not Mr. Bird Person. Mr. Bird Person's Bird Person's dad. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Ugh, fuck. That's... Who's writing this? Alex Fire? That's not how you spell fire, but that's a cool way. That's a new way. That's a new way to spell fire. Huh. Nice. Um, yeah, so it's just, just the one from Oni Press this week. I might actually pick that up. Because, like I said, Mr. Nimbus. Would this be the first appearance of Mr. Nimbus in comics? <gasps> what? I mean, would it be? I'm asking you. You tell me. I haven't been reading. Black Mask. Black Mask, we've got what? Number three, second printing. Oh, are you gonna limit this one too? I want that cover, damn it. What the fuck? Okay. I need this. I need this. Um, This is the one that I didn't get that I pre-ordered last time. It's got all the... All those people on it. You know, like the Kanye and the Jefferson and the Bush and the Reagan and the Trump and the Martha and the Sam and the... Is that it? No, I don't think that's it. I think that's it. Um, yeah. There you go. Is that Martha? I can't tell. All First Ladies pre, uh... Pre... God damn it. Michelle. All looked alike to me. They all look alike. Even, I mean, fuck for all I know, that could be Hillary with her hair did. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, Papa Behemoth. From Behemoth, we've got Nine Stones, number three, and Nobody's Child, number two. Nobody's Child was one I was a little disappointed in to show up in my poll box this week. Because uh, 
I mean, rhinos and whatnot, I'm all about. And I don't know, this might be one that I just kind of look for the trade of, but seems like an interesting story. It might be a better read all at once, too. But I don't know, I didn't get to read the first issue, I can't tell you that for certain. If you did get to read Nobody's Child, uh, at Cheers to Comics on Twitter, I want to know what you thought about it. Uh, from Aftershock, we've got After Dark. It's a one-shot. It's a $7 book. It's Colin Bonnage, Jim Starlin. Whoa. Joe Pritt, Frank Thierry. Ooh. And then art by Cliff Richards and Nicole Klenick. Klenick? Klenick? Klenick. Simon Kardansky. Oh, man. Enjoy. Joe Esima? Esima? Esima. So Tales from the Crypt meets Twilight Zone, four tales of horror, lost souls, and things that go bump in the night. So if I'm lining up, uh, would that be Joe Pruitt and Simon Kurdansky? You know, if that if that lines up right. Frank Thierry and Joe Esima. Jim Starlin and Nicole Kellenick. Mm-hmm. Colin Bunn and Cliff Richards together. I don't know how they're doing this. But, it, I mean, it's just a one-shot. But it's got a, I don't know, some pretty badass, some fucking badass creators on here. Like I said, Tony, or Tony, uh, Tales from the Crypt meets Twilight Zone. Sounds fun, man. Just that cover. That cover gives me a really eerie, uh, it's, it reminds me of just old school, old school horror books. You know, like the, uh, Tales from the Crypt and shit. I mean, what well, says it right here? Tales from the Crypt. Ha! Huh, what do you know? Um, <laughs> Chicken Devil. Oh yeah, this one's on my uh, on my radar. I think we talked about this. Oh, this is the C cover. Yeah, there's a mask variant. Very nice. Yeah, Chicken Devil was last week. That doesn't mean it can't be this week again. Stuff gets moved up, and we'll talk about that here in a second. Um, in more detail. Cross to Bear. We got a number one from Marco Stojanovic. And, uh... Senisa? Senisa? Bonovic. Hmm. Stojanovic and Bonovic. Jack the Ripper was never caught because no one was looking for him in the Wild West. No one except the Order. An organization made up of the descendants of Crusaders sworn to eradicate the unnatural. The Order will stop at nothing to fulfill the pledge their forefathers made, even when it means crossing the ocean. Or a line or two. All these old cowboy bounty hunters are going after Jack the Ripper. Sounds like an event. Nice, man. Aftershock doing it, too? I'm into it. I'm into it. Could be fun. And then lastly from Aftershock, do to be added to your poll list by the 20th, we have Search for Who? Who? Him. Who's him? <laughs> Steve Orlando and Joe Tsui. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Albert, Albert, Jesus Christ. Albert, Abbott, try again. Abbott, Ribbit. Abbott and Costello did not take over the podcast. Clearly, because they would be able to say their own fucking names. Uh, Action Lab Entertainment. Do we still talk about Action Lab? Uh, hath no fury. See, we we, we do because we don't want to take away from the creators because they're the ones being fucked by Action Lab. You know, can't say I uh, and uh, never mind. I'm not gonna go on a rant. Um, just go to Twitter if you want to hear people bitch about Action Lab. Steph Cannon, Luke Martinez, 
hath no fury. There you go. Uh, that's not a danger zone book either, so it could be an all-ages situation. There is no danger zone this week from uh, Action Lab. Okay, we've got, uh, let's see here, from Ablaze, we have He Who Fights With Monsters. Now, I've been hearing some uh, uh, talks in the speculative community asking about, you know, uh, is there any legs to this? Because you know, I there's some I guess there's some cool covers and stuff that are going to be done exclusively for the series. But that being said, I haven't heard anybody actually talk about the first issue. So yeah, but I mean it. Oh, it says right here. I was gonna say if you're not familiar, it is the artist from Something Is Killing the Children. It says right at the top of the book, though. Artist of Something Is Killing the Children, Werther Deledra, Deledera, Deledera. That's what it is. Um, but, uh, yeah, there you go. Now, just because it didn't take off first issue doesn't mean there's not potential for it. And just like with all uh, Ablaze books, that D cover, what's this supposed to be homaging? Hmm, I can't quite tell. But it is an homage cover. Done by Moy R. Mm-hmm. Well, what's it say here? The secret agendas of the people of Prague extend far beyond what Dr. Raddick has been doing to keep people safe. But in order to rid the city of Nazis, safety cannot be guaranteed. Okay. Horn the Nazis, the monsters. Oh, boy. Uh, a blaze, we go boom. Boom, we have Mamo number four. Mamo number one just come out. Is this going to be like a weekly title? Uh, Power Rangers number 12. Two covers on the three covers on that one. There's an FOC reveal variant. Who are you? Do I know you? I've been uh, a little slacky slack on the Power Rangers. I like both series. I do. I just really wish there was just fucking one goddamn run. You know? Makes it. It's just. I love Power Rangers, but having to read Power Rangers every other week. Come on. Um. And then it being, like, different stories on top of it. Mm, I like it, but I don't love the releases, that's all. Or the release times, and... Whatever. Um, yeah, there you go, though. Fucking Power Rangers. That's just... A, that's it? That's it for Boom? I don't know about this FOC reveal variant. Like I said, I, I may be behind on this, but it looks like a, a new uh, Black Ranger... I don't know. She's got a chain as a weapon? That's gnarly. Spawn-like. Oh, there's a... Ah. Okay, that's pretty cool. Who are you? The Omega Rangers try to reach Spectrum 2, but Draken has other plans that will cost them dearly. After the shocking events of the last issue, shh, the Imperials add to their ranks before being called back to do their master's bidding. Yeah, I don't know who that is. They call it a reveal variant, so maybe that's a... I don't know. I can't tell if that's a a lady or a dude. I don't know. Huh. Is that, that's, there's no way that's Zack. If that's Zack, then... Whoa. Is it? Fuck, now I look at it. It might be. Gave him a really weak chin. And dainty eyes. L little Little girly eyes. 
Fuck, I don't know who that is. Whatever. Uh, anything from Dynamite worth talking about? We got Army of Darkness 1979. That's done by my boy Rodney Barnes. Um, uh, James Bond. Oh, I think this is Rodney Barnes as well. Son of a bitch. Look at this guy just tearing up Dynamite. Um, Hemeros. Hemeros? Is the Greek god of sexual desire and one of the Erotes. The winged gods of love. Okay. When Aphrodite was born from the sea foam, she was greeted by the twin loves Eros and Hemeros. Okay. Oh, there's so much going on here. Um, there, there's, this is the longest description I've ever seen. Dude, Ronnie Barnes is doing James Bond. Um, so there you go. Fucking, hell yeah. Uh, da, 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 lots of covers as per usual. Vampiverse number two. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yep, yep, just a few titles, but a lot of scrolling for just a few titles from Dynamite. He likes to sell them some covers. Addy W. Uh, My Little Pony Friendship is Magic, number 102. Sonic the Hedgehog, number 45. Star Trek Mirror Ward. What? Why do I feel like this is a series that's already happened? Mirror War? Oh, okay. Um, number one. Mm-hmm. Look at old Jean-Luc. Bearded up and whatnot. Nice. Um, 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 one, two covers there. Star Wars Adventures, Ghost of Vader's Castle, number four. Look at that creepy little fucker on the B cover. Uh, Turtles Ongoing, The Teenage Mutant of Swords. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number 122. There is an Eastman cover, to which has not been revealed at this point in time through previews. So, yeah, but it's Eastman, so you're 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 probably gonna get it right. Transformers King Grimlock number three of a little five party. Uh, Transformers Wreckers Tread and Circuits. Tread and Circuits. Alright. Uh, David Marriott and Jack Lawrence out in the Cybertronian colonies. Good entertainment is hard to find. Fortunately, there's always the Wreckers. Brave Cybertronians broadcasting death-defying stunts and action all as a cover for undercover operations. Uh, When the only event bigger than a new Wreckers broadcast, the Speedia 500, a race for governmental control of a whole world, is threatened, the Wreckers have a new mission. Save the most viewed race in the galaxy without getting caught. Alright... Will we get some new appearances and I don't know. I don't know. Uh two covers on that. It's a little four pad Oh fuck me. Look at that. It's a badass B cover. If you're into that kind of thing. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> I never understood the peace sign thing. Yeah. Um, from IDW, we go Dark Horse. Dark Horse, we got Black Hammer Reborn, number four. Fuck yeah. Maze Book, number two. Fuck, have I not gotten around to reading Maze Book yet? Son of a bitch, I haven't. That's crazy. Um, oh, No One Left to Fight, part two. No, or chapter two? Number one. So, um, way back in the day, I was covering this, this series. Um... 
And, uh, yeah, no, I mean, it was, uh, like I said, I, I called it Eagle Ballsy because it's American Dragon Ball. You know? You get it? You know, it's, if you have to explain the joke, Brian, it's not a joke. Um, no, it's, uh, it's a very bright, colorful, way over the top book. And like I said, if you're into Dragon Ball Z, this is 100% you. I mean, it's, 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 it's Dragon Ball Z, people. It's, it's, it's what it is. Um, yeah, just with different characters and whatnot, you know? Um, <laughs> I mean, the fucking hair is the same. I don't know. Um, yeah. Norse Mythology, Chapter 2, Number 5, from Neil Gaiman. Two covers on that one. Secret Land, Number 4, wrapping up a little four-parter. And The Unbelievable Unteens, Number 3. I'm loving The Unbelievable Unteens. Once again, from the World of Black Hammer. It's just a, just a cool series. Jeff Lemire is just a master. A master craftsman. Uh, that's all from Dark Horse on the FOCs this week. Now we've got Image, we've got Compass wrapping up with the fifth issue. Uh, Deep Beyond, number niner. Uh, Department of Truth, number. Oh, is it number? No, a whole lot of reprints. We got second printings of 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, and 12. So there you go. Uh, Gunslinger Spawn, number one. Now. I don't. Are they doing a one and two? Let's look it up. Let's look it up. Because if they do the one and two fifty, then uh, it looks like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like we're getting the same uh, the same situation here. Uh, yeah, just same as King Spawn. They're doing the the same. Same type of... Mm-hmm. It's going to come with the CGC, COA. Uh, I know, I know. Let's see right now. The 1 in 50 and the 1 in 250 signed with the CGC, COA is going for 750 right now. Now, this is going to... I don't know. This is a tough one. I know there's a lot of naysayers. And I know I also said, fuck yeah, having that 1 in 250 is a... The, it's a good thing, you know. It's a, it's it's not a bad book to have, but on the other hand, you know, the downside of that is having 250 copies of an incredibly overprinted book uh, as bulk stock. You know, who who has room for? I mean, I guess it's a long box, but a long box of one single. Ugh, that's rough. Now the same thing is probably going to happen again. You know, you sure you have a book. You know, you can make your money back um, by just selling the fucking incentive, but then you have all of this inventory that you might be able to only move 10 to 20% of. So, I don't know, there's a, there's a lot of things to take into consideration here with this. Now, I actually think that the gun or the Gunslinger spawn, if it came first before King spawn, this would be, this would have done so much better. I think it would have set a better pace because Gunslinger spawn is an incredibly popular character. But, um, yeah, I don't know. All of this is a giant cash grab. You know, there's there's no doubt about that, but th- th- that doesn't mean that 
other people can't benefit from the cash grab. You just got to be careful how you do it. You know, if you have the, the the market, you know, to be able to move all of those books to, then absolutely. But if you don't have the space to store a long box of a single title that, you know, it's yeah, <laughs> even at $3 a pop. I don't know, man. It's a it's a tough call. It's a tough call. And like I said, what are you get, what are you getting as a retailer? Fifty percent off of this book, so you're paying a buck fifty a book. Let's do a little math here. A buck fifty times two fifty. Whoa! What did I do? I almost made the thing go away. Uh, well, it's what like three hundred and seventy-five dollars, I think, off the top of my head. Now, huh, it costs you three hundred and seventy-five bucks. You get this. One in two fifty, plus the one in fifty that you could probably sell for forty or fifty bucks. You know, you sell the one in two fifty for seven hundred bucks. Yeah, I mean, you sure you, you doubled your money, and that's not to say that you don't sell all the other copies eventually at three dollars a piece. Then it's another what seven hundred and fifty bucks. I mean, there's math, but you got to think: can you do it? You know, it's a, uh, it's tough, man. It's tough, uh, but. Uh, I don't know. I think on paper it's a good thing, but it's just oversaturating a market, and I don't know. It's tough to. I don't think it's that tough of a call, but I don't know. I think it's Gunslinger. I think it's gonna do well. What am I saying? Brett Booth. Let's see. Brett Booth did the cover with McFarlane. Hmm. Hmm. So is. I think Booth should be the one signing the book. Just saying. Just saying. But who wants that? You know? Oh, falling or nothing, bro. There's a lot of covers on this. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven covers? There's a... Hold on, the Booth connecting brain. What else is it connecting to? Now I gotta know. I don't have an image for it to determine that. I think the Capullo variant's pretty badass. The fucking McFarlane variant's dope. Jesus Christ, that is badass. The B cover? That's... That is cool. I want a red leather jacket like that. Huh. I bet it turns into a cape. Uh... <laughs> Alright, continuing on. Fuck, that is a cool cover. Got a Capullo cover? On a horse there? Mm-hmm. Uh, Homesick Pilots, wrapping up with the 10th issue, I believe. Two covers there. We've got Maneaters Cursed, The Cursed, number four, a little five part. Uh Two covers there. Manifest Destiny, number four to five. Oh, the me you love in the dark, eh? Number two is the second printing. So that number two, that issue number two was a thing of beauty. Absolute gorgeous book. Um... Yeah, and now the second printing of, whew, I don't know, I think this series has a lot of potential. And I know people say, oh, fucking uh, miniseries don't have potential, blah, blah, blah. Dude, a miniseries means it's a movie, not a ongoing TV series, you know? That's all that means, just because it's only slated for six issues doesn't mean you can't get a complete fucking story out of it. You know, sometimes I prefer that. Um... No, yeah, no, I, I I do. I think this this could easily be adapted because it really is just a a thing of art all the way around. And second printing, probably a low printing. I don't know. Uh, Ordinary Gods number three, a second printing. Okay, 
Just gotta say something, right? And then also Ordinary Gods number four, also, 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 due to be ordered. Uh, six sidekicks at Trigger Keaton number five. Uh, look at that B cover. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that fucking Frankenstein guy. <laughs> He's cool. Um, <laughs> I'm simple. And then uh, Trover saves the universe number three. There you go. Those are all the image books. See, I just realized that Trover is an image book, and I would think it would be an I. You know, what would it be? IDW Oni Press book. You know, because it's the Rick and Morty creators, but hmm, whole different uh, IP. It seems, even though it looks. Like it's right out of Rick and Morty's universe. But uh, there you go. Test stone. Getting some image action. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I, I really think that Gunslinger might be, a, uh, might be a good bet. I think it'd be a better bet than the King Spawn. You know? Either way, fucking... Even if it does sell a half a million copies again, who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? That means... We're, uh, artists, creators are getting paid. Who's writing this? Who's writing this one? Um, Alice Cott. Alice Cott? Uh, whoever you are, you're about to get fucking paid, person. I don't even know if you're a dude or not dude. Uh, but, uh, a lady. A uh, lady dude. Uh, I don't know, you could be anything you want now. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Um, that, that, that's a person I've never heard of getting fucking paid. And, whatever, there's nothing wrong with that. You know? Um, image, now we go to Marvel. What do we have on the Marvels this week? Do for pre-order. Amazing, Spider-Man number 76. Oh yeah, that means oh, this is where Ben Riley takes over. Uh-huh, Zeb Wells and Patrick Gleason getting the first little uh, shoddy shot there. The unthinkable has happened. Zeb Wells and Patrick Gleason will remind you why you love and hate comics. Oh man, are they going to kill off Peter? I'm gonna kill off Peter. I'm gonna get a little Ben Riley action back. I'm a little confused as to what's going on with uh, this this cover here. Why is this? Hmm. I'm sure it's an Arthur Adams cover, but I, I don't understand the spider web here. Like, what what what's it attached to the the wall? Uh, what, what what's the purpose? Oh, whatever. It's it's I'm I'm into it, people. I. I'm into it. When's this one dated? Yeah, the 13th is when this book's supposed to be coming out. Um, speculated on it? Not speculated on it? Speculate on it? I don't know. Um, I actually might pick up a couple just in case. We got a Masterpieces variant, a Joe Jusco. If you're a Green Goblin fan, then uh, <laughs> it's not a purse, it's a satchel. <laughs> it's a purple satchel. You silly goose. Uh, Avengers number 49. Mm hmm. We're leading into a thing. World War She Hulk goes nuclear. Um, and then some shit's gonna happen in issue number 50, and then we're gonna get an. Mm hmm. What is it? The, uh, the, the future Avengers? The cosmic Avengers? I forget, but it's, it's. We're gonna kick off a new event here. And it's gonna be cool. Oh, there's a Joe Jusco, Jusco masterpieces variant on this one. Look at that one. Old Shulky. Yep. Uh, Black Panther Legends. Um, uh, so, 
Alright, so it's a new origin story. <laughs> Why, I don't know. Um, there, there, there's a huge long description here. I, I don't know how I feel about this one. Um, as far as speculative reasons go here. Let me see. I think it's on the key collector. Let me just make sure. Maybe they can dumb it down for me a little bit as to why we would possibly want this book. Uh, original Black Panther retold with Hunter, a.k.a. White Wolf, as an adopted brother. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe worth picking up for speculative reasons. I mean, if you're a Black Panther fan, then yeah, pick it up. But I don't know, I don't know if this one has me. Tochi Onyabuchi? So you're, you're going to let an unheard of rewrite Black Panther's origin? I don't understand that. Sitor Fiedzigbi. Fiedzigbi. I think is how you say that. Onyabuchi and Fiedzigbi. You think there's a communication uh, barrier in between? <laughs> oh boy. Um... Uh, continuing on, oh, there's a three covers on that. Hey, I think the uh, Dark Ages number one second printing is worth uh, worth worth picking up. I do. I think it. Uh, I don't know. It's the first appearance of the Unmaker, and I don't know, man. I think it's. I think it just has potential. I do. Uh, Dark Hawk number one getting a second printing as well. You know, there's a first appearance and that that you know the first printing. So, yeah. Darkhold Iron Man, what is this? That is not how I'm used to seeing my boy look. He's got tentacles and bulky muscles. From Ryan North and Guillermo Sana. Uh, Ryan North turns his talents to a brand new genre. Called forth to face the dread god Khthon, Iron Man reads from the ancient ill-fated text The Darkhold, and it changes the course of his entire life. The armor that has saved him countless times is about to become a prison, and whose only escape is a fate worse than death. The brilliant comedic mind behind the unbeatable Squirrel Girl and Dinosaur Comics brings you the body horror tale of the century. Uh, yeah, sign me up. 100% yes for me. Uh, three covers on this one. Um, I don't have images for the variants, though, the Kamenkoli or the, uh, Casanovas connecting variant. I want to know what the, what's it connect to? I gotta know. Um, Eternals Forever, number one. Ralph Macchio, not the Karate Kid. And Ramon Abach, Icarus, agent of the Deviants? The Deviants have captured Icarus. Now under their control, Icarus has been brainwashed into assassinating Ajax. It's up to Gilgamesh and Sprite to stop him and prevent all that war between the Eternals and the Deviants. Is it a one-shot? Or... I don't know what this is. Um, they're really wanting us to get into the Eternals, huh? A uh, couple covers there. Gamma Flight's wrapping up. Uh, one, two, three covers. Mm-hmm. Iron Man number 13. We got a B cover here. Oh, the Master, the Joe Jusco masterpieces. Look at that. Fun. It's fun. Uh, Kang the Conqueror number three. Couple covers. Uh, fuck yeah, these Kang covers. 
have been amazing. Especially the A covers. Those Del Mundo, mm-hmm. Yup, a little Doomverse. Kang. Badass. Uh, Kazar, Lord of the Savage Land. Mm, that wasn't a yawn. Uh, Zach Thompson and Germán Garcia. Uh, change has come to the Savage Land. Kazar and Shauna can feel it as the Plunder family travels in hopes of protecting their lands from mysterious illness that plagues the forests. But will Kazar be able to rise as champion of the Savage Land? Or will this past be the downfall of the Savage Land and his family? I don't know. You're going to have to find out and read for yourself in issue number two. Oh, Kazar. Look at that dinosaur on that cover. Oh, um, one, two, two covers. Uh, Miles Morales, Spider-Man. Number 31. Oh, is that Taskmaster? And that looks like a dude. The dude version of Taskmaster, because he clearly has junk. Um, <laughs> it's date night for Spider-Man. No one informed Taskmaster that three's a crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that is Starling. <gasps> oh, you dirty dog, Miles. You dirty, dirty dog. Yep. I dig it. So, hold on. Starling is Vulture's daughter. Would that mean that MJ in the Spider-Man MCU movies is going to be Starling? Has she already appeared? Hmm. hmm. Just because she's MJ doesn't mean... I mean, maybe she's just a Jordan fan. You know? Fuck, I don't know. Um, in, my, in high school, they called me Duke because I was a Duke fan. So, I don't know. It would make more sense if she, like, wore some Bulls gear and shit in the movie. I don't know, man. I'm just fucking blindly speculating some stupid shit. Moon Knight, number one, third printing. Oh, look at that. That's, that's actually pretty fucking badass. I, I'd buy that for a dollar, but, I mean, I'd buy it for five dollars, too, I guess. You know? Um, less if you pre-order. And did you know that you could pre-order through Nerds Forever? You can call them up. Email them. Go to their site, 307 Nerds Forever. Save yourself. Is it 15 or 20%? I think it's 20%. That's, a, that's nice. Uh, Shang-Chi, number five. So Shang-Chi, in this one, he's going to get some armor. He's going to fuck up and steal some Iron Man armor. Yeah. Um, take that for what you will. Spec reasons and shit, but... Now, who's to say? You know, they're going to bring uh, Shang-Chi into the MCU. He's going to be an Avenger, you know? And Tony Stark ain't around to protect his armor right now. So he gets into... I'm just setting up the scenario here. I'm just... He gets into Avengers Mountain or wherever Phase 4 leads the, the, the Avengers headquarters. And, um... Avengers Mountain is what it is in the comics right now. And, uh, yeah, Shang-Chi shows up and he's like, oh, yeah... I want that Iron Man suit. And uh, he gets it, and then boom. All of a sudden, this issue's fucking big. You know? You never know. How could you know? Unless you're a Kevin Feige or worked for Mickey. But, uh, I mean, I'm just saying. Uh, no, am I saying get a whole bunch of them? No. Because I think even at its best, it's like a $20 issue. Um, at peaking. Peaking. At least based off of that uh, very, very, very reachy speculation. 
But, I mean, $20 is more than $4, right? $5? $4? $4. $4 confirmed. Can confirm. Uh, Dr. Afra. What? Star Wars Dr. Afra Friends Handbook? What? That's the War of the Bounty... Oh, okay. War of the Bounty Hunters. Gotcha. It's time. That would make sense. But a handbook? Um, from Melissa Wong and Mingyu Jung? Crimson Dawn is back. Dr. Afra is trapped aboard their ship. What treasures lie aboard the Vermilion? And what price will Afra have to pay to obtain them? We will find out. Um, alright, cool. Is it a B cover? That would be a B cover. Pacelli Carbonite. What is this? Are they doing... Why would they... Why do they call it Carbonite variant? Just because it's gray? I mean, it'd be cool if it was coming out of Carbonite. But it's it's not what's going on. What do they call it carbonite variant? That's weird. That's very weird. Um well, there's four covers total. Alright. Uh Warhammer forty K ba Sisters of the Battle. Is Battle Sisters? Sisters Sisters of Battle. There we go. Is Lady Hammer. Uh two covers there. X Force number twenty four. Look at that fucking Oh my. I love me some Colossus. Has he got bloody knuckles? Oh, Colossus, you're better than that. Who pushed you? Um, Big Brother. Mikhail Rasputin's nesting doll agents have infiltrated Krakoa before, but never like this. If Black Tom can't root out their invasion of Beast, the consequences go beyond mere death. Time for Peter Rasputin, a.k.a. Colossus, to step in. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm reading X-Force. I'm a little behind on it. I think I'm an issue maybe too behind, and I think that's a heavy maybe. I'm just an issue behind. But regardless, it doesn't matter. The Beast is kind of a fuckhead now, you know? I mean, granted, he... He's trying to do what he thinks is best, but he's just all about fuck mutants and shit. Didn't he just kind of pull a <laughs> a mutiny? Uh, fuck, who, whose team did he join? Did he join the Guardians or some shit like that? I feel like he joined a non-mutant team. Did he, did he, like, hook up with the Inhumans? I don't know, something happened a couple years ago where Beast was just like, ah, you know, I mean, the mutants are... Not really being talked about, but I'm still around. You know, as a part of teams, too. I don't know, it makes me wonder where his loyalty really lies. And that's a shame, because it's Beast, you know? If it were, like, Angel, or... Fuck, I don't know. Maybe even Nightcrawler. I would kind of understand... No, Nightcrawler's too good for that. I take that back. I apologize for saying that. I do. No, Nightcrawler would never switch teams. Um, just because he has a German accent doesn't... Kidding. <laughs> oh, man. What's the Joe Jusco Masterpiece variant look like with Colossus? It looks pretty amazing. Is that my favorite one so far? Possibly. It's Colossus. I got a thing for Colossus. He's my... He's my guy. Um, X-Men number four... So, I guess this is like a little uh, Halloween story, but on it, uh, they're 
there's going to be a first appearance, I guess, or a first cover appearance, at least, of a headless horseman type of mutant. But um, they're, they're speculating, at least through Key Collector, that there could be another more significant cameo or first appearance in this book, because on the fifth issue, there's a new character. Let's see if I could find out the exact details of that. Why do I have the fucking NFL song stuck in my head? Comics, 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 comics. Is that better? Um, Doctor Stasis. Yeah, but uh, I'm I'm liking the. Uh, it's just a fucking badass A cover, regardless whether it means anything or not. It's pretty. You know, I'm not even a horse guy, but when there's a headless dude on it. I'm all about that shit, you know, fucking Ichabod Crane and whatnot. Um, X, yeah. Okay, so then we get the. Uh, I'm just gonna say random letters. P. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I, I get caught up in these trading card variants. I I would love nothing more. I would be more invested in these trading card variants if on the back cover. I would even pay an extra dollar for it. Make them $5 books. If on the back cover, we can get a stats. Stats. I mean, it would look amazing in a slab or, uh, I don't know, I said like a, a dual display, you know? I just, All my books are in a, like a f fucking heavy-duty mylar. Is it 4 mil? I don't know. It's, it's thick. Um, it, it's that... Mm. But, um, you know, it's a UV projection. What my point is, is that if I wanted to, if there was art to display on the back, I could just fucking, instead of having to go, okay, what theme am I going to do now, just turn them over and keep that theme for the next couple of months. I don't have to go through and try to fucking pull out a bunch of books and um, bag them in the mylars and switch out bags and boards and shit. And, uh, yeah, no, I don't know, man. Um, <sighs> I'm just saying. Marvel, if you're listening, I will pay the extra dollar. Fuck, I would even pay $6 if you can give me that option of having the old Marvel trading card stats on the back like you would. Just, I would. I would. I'm telling you, I would. Um, I, and I don't think there's many that I would miss either. Just regardless of it being a character I'm into. Because I fucking love the Marvel trading cards. It's why I'm into comics, people. It is. Oh, shit. That fucking Masterpiece variant is amazing. Cyclops? Oof. Eat your heart out, Colossus. This one might be my favorite. I'm not even that heavy of a Cyclops fan. But that is... I mean, the... It, it's just like an old Marvel Masterpiece's training card. It's, it's instantly the, the feeling that... Oh, my God, that is good. Joe Jusco, you sir. You sir. I wonder how long he had to work on all of these. For them to be released at the same time. <sighs> and then... Oh, there's a second printing of Trial of Magneto? Alright. Um, I mean, nothing really big happened in this book. But, I mean, it's it's going to be a great story. So, take that for what you will. I don't know if you got a little extra... Uh, spending, what, what am I trying to say, a little extra on your budget this week, I think this one might be a, not a terrible pickup, but, yeah, tough to say, so ask me, what's the big Marvel book this week that we should speculate on, 
Um, that's that's kind of tough, actually. Uh, let me just give it one more quick scroll. I'm kind of thinking maybe X-Men, but that's a gamble because we don't know for sure if something's going to pop off in that, whether that, that cameo happens or not. Could just all happen on the same thing. Um, I'm going to kind of give a long shot here. I don't know, maybe Spider-Man 76. God, I want fucking ASM to be good again. <sighs> like, let's make it to 100, and then start over, you know? Um, yeah. Uh, Dark Ages, I think, might actually kind of be the one. The second printing of Dark Ages, I think it's going to be a really low print, and yeah, I don't know, Dark Hold Iron Man looks good. But we're talking spec, right? Um, I don't know, let me... Fuck, that's tough, dude. Fuck. Fuck. Um. Hmm. I don't know. I'm kind of looking at the key collector here. Hmm. It says, what, Venom's coming out this time? That can't be right. Oh, yeah, so the key collector's been wrong. Um, yeah, based off of what's on the FOCs here, I'm probably going to say, uh, Dark Ages. Just being a low print run, yeah. But I don't know, you don't have to speculate on anything. If anything, I think the one, the one from this week would be, uh, shit, through Lunar. Where'd I go? Which one was I thinking? What was I thinking? Uh, maybe the Nubia? Maybe the Nubia? Uh, buh, buh, buh. I feel like there was one that I was all about. Maybe not. Oh, Black Mana, probably. Um, I don't know. It's just... But that's okay. There doesn't have to be a whole bunch of speculative reasoning to pick up books, people. It's, 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 uh, you gotta read them. That's the big thing. You'd know more. You'd do better at this if you actually read them. Um, <laughs> so there you go. Um, alrighty. I'm gonna take a little breaky-poo and uh, leave you with an Apocalypse promo, and I'll be right back to talk about the books that you should have already pre-ordered. The books slated to hit your schlots on the, uh, what would it be, the 15th, 22nd of September. So, uh, yeah. Hang tight, I'll be right back. Greetings, henchmen and loyal subjects. I am Evan the Great. And I'm JVD. We're your hosts of the Fictional Battle Podcast, Crossover Collision, brought to you by the Villain Demand. If you love hearing in-depth breakdowns of your favorite characters and what they are capable of doing while fighting in random battlegrounds against other fan favorites, then this is the podcast for you. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast or over on TheVillainsDemand.com. Alright, I'm back to talk about the books that will be uh, coming out here on the 22nd of September. Like I said, these are books you should have already pre-ordered, but just in case maybe you missed something, maybe you can call up your shop and maybe they have uh, extras that haven't exactly been allocated yet that you can claim, but I wouldn't always bank on that. Like I said, just pre-order your books, people, and it won't be an issue. But even myself and all of my uh, imperfections, <laughs> uh, I, I miss shit all the time. You know, that's, so I hit up Tarl over at Nerds Forever. I'm like, hey, Tarl, I fucked up. And he was like, well, what do you need? I'm like, well, I fucked up and didn't order this. And he was like, well, shit, 
turns out I have one because I listen to your podcast and I know what to order. That second part is usually left out, but uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> Aquaman, Aquaman, the becoming number one. Uh, there is a first appearance in this one. Now, uh, the Delo- deluge of the deluge. I don't know who that is. Um, now, for I will say for this part, I'm gonna just kind of speed through here. You know, there's something of a significance to point out, but I will say this was a heavy speculative week. So there'll be a lot of significant pointing outings. Uh, Batman 113, we get the first full appearance of Peacekeeper X. Mm-hmm. Um, Batman Secret Files Miracle Molly, number one. This is, you know, one shot. Uh, this is a pretty cool fucking B cover, I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah, no, there's a, a fucking... I was going to say something. God damn it. It's a origin story is what I'm trying to say. Good lord. So there you go. Uh, Batman The Adventures Continue number four. Look at that Guillory cover. Look at that. It is the A cover. (sighs) I dig it. Um, This is the first appearance of The Muscle. So, yeah. And Guillory even got to help design it as well. Design The Muscle. Did he draw this one? Uh, No. No, um, but uh, yeah, no, this is fucking badass. That's my understanding. Um, Guillory got to help come up with the design. Um, it's so fucking cool. Uh, yeah, I think it's one worth uh, definitely picking up. I really hope that you pre-order this one. I think it's gonna be a really low print run. So yeah, uh, Batman the Detective number five. This is Tom Taylorness. Um, this is Tom Taylorness that I will be uh reading all in one fail swoop because uh yeah i don't know just uh, good stuff man uh by the horns number five i think i already got that one yeah that one came out through diamond already but now it's coming out through lunar uh catwoman number 35 this one's tying into fear state two covers there that friston's pretty badass uh cherry blackbird number two i gotta read number one still son of a bitch uh, Flash 774. Uh, I, was there something with this one? I feel like there might have been something with Flash. Yes, Dr. Nightmare. Mm-hmm. So take it for what you will. I know DC spec could be kind of iffy, but... Yeah. Uh, Looney Tunes 262. I love that fucking cover. That is so cool. Uh, Mullet Cop. Uh, maybe this is where my Mullet Cop's coming. I was a little disappointed. I didn't get Mullet Cop last week. Or this week. But I have a feeling it'll be showing up through Lunar. Um, so, there we go. Because I know I fucking ordered it. I know I ordered it, man. Uh, it's it's not a cheap book, either. It's a one-shot. Big, thick book. Seven, I guess seven bucks isn't too bad, but... Oh, I'm so excited for this one. Um, Nightwing, 84. Is this, uh... Is this the one where... Hmm, maybe it's 87. I know that Tom Taylor just announced that they did a one continuous image for uh, one of the Nightwing books. I think it was 87, though, now that I think about it. But, uh, oh yeah, man, this is one of the best uh, series out there right now. Not just a diamond, or fucking a diamond, a DC, but uh, just in general. I think Nightwing is just a thing of fucking beauty. Um, Rabid World. 
Mm-hmm. That's wrapping up with the fourth issue. Gotta love that little scoutness. This is Scoot Frontiers, issue one. Uh, Scoot imprint, the premier issue of our all-ages magazine. Each Scoot Frontiers is designed to be a standalone, super-sized spectacular, highlighting Scoot favorites in comic book stories and prose. Plus, there are activity pages, puzzle games, coloring pages, and moi. Misfits Clubhouse and Supercats make their first scout appearances. Mm-hmm. See, right there. Adventures of Byron, Soulstream, Cat Dan, Supermom, Sengi and Tembo, Wild Bull and Chipper, Action Tank, and more. Packed with original material and fun for the whole family. So, yeah, first appearance in this magazine as well. Take that for what you will. Uh, second Coming Only Begotten Zun. Number five. Uh oh. That wasn't supposed to come out. Um, I mean, the yawn, not the book. Uh, the book was supposed to come out a little while ago, actually. Um, but yeah, no, fifth issue. It's gonna be exciting to go through and read all this one. And that, that first volume of Second Coming was just so incredible. I can't wait to sit down and read all this at once. That's how I did the first one. All in one big chunk. Uh, Shazam, number three of a little four-parter. Mm-hmm, a couple covers there. Steak, number six. Uh-huh, more Scout. Uh, King Shark, Suicide Squad. Whole shit ton of appearances here. We got Queen Tiger, we got King Roach, we got Prince Nematode, we got Princess Peregrine, we've got Madden King. And, uh, yeah. Uh, have been telling the story, but all the deceased. Okay, yeah, so uh, there's a whole bunch. Camo and Chandra, Chandak, Chandraka, Chandraka. That's a mouthful. That's something only somebody with sixteen rows of teeth can say. Um, ba -ba -ba -ba. Supergirl, Women of Tomorrow. I believe that there's one with this one too. A team appearance of the bands. Uh huh. So a team appearance. Yeah, I don't know what that means, but there you go. And there's a Rose Besh cover too. So. Whew. Uh, Unicorn number one, the second printing. I already got that one through Diamond. Uh, I think that's a good pickup, people. I do. Um, Wonder Oh, no, that's a, that's a trade. But Wonder Woman aged into peace, huh? Um, so there you go. Uh, th those are all of the, uh, the Lunar books coming out next week. Let's, uh, head on over to Diamond and see what's coming out. Uh, ba -ba -ba. we're gonna start with v v v Vault. Um, Barbaric, number three. Oh, the variants. The black and white edition and the black bag variant. And we also got Vampire the Masquerade, number ten. So just a couple of vault books there. Valiant, there's a different book. Finally, we've got Exo Man of War, number six. Where the fuck is my number five? What the fuck? Uh-oh. Did this, like, fall off my pull list or something? Or did I just, like, sign up for the first three issues? That doesn't sound like something I'd do. Or something I do, I don't know, once every 55 fucking books I sign up for. So that would probably, I don't know. Uh, I gotta track down some shit, I think. I'm gonna have to figure that out. Because I haven't been reading XO. I would, I would know. I would know. Titan. Never mind. Nothing from Titan coming out this week. Why don't you even give me an option to click on it? Uh, second Sight? From Second Sight, we've got Chess number three. Lady Freedom number three, and uh, one that's not actually mentioned here, one that was pushed back, was Duplicant 
number three. That was supposed to be last week, didn't arrive, so I would expect it to be in shops this week. Um, gotta give Carla Napier uh, credit there, because it's a, it's a fucking badass book. I read the first two issues, and oh man, is it good. Uh, probably, well, it might be the best thing at Second Sight, off the top of my head. Is it? I don't know, I gotta think about that. I know there's another couple of titles that have my attention, but... Whew, that duplicate. That's something special. Uh, Broken Souls Ballad, number three. Impossible Jones, number one. The Impure, number one, second printing. And Midnight Western Theater wrapping up with its fifth issue. Those are all the books coming out of Scout this week. Uh-huh, Impossible Jones, you say? Neat. Uh, Oni from Oni, we've got Jonna and the Impossible Monsters number six. Wow, there's a lot of scrolling now. Um, heavy metal, Cold Dead War number one, second printing and number four. Look at that bombshell, uh, and then the girl on top of it. Um. <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, curious. Where did this one come from? I mean, you can't really speculate on a heavy metal book at this point in time, but it fucking looks interesting. I'm not going to lie. It looks metal as fuck. Who's doing it? Let me just click on that again. George Romero. George C. Romero. Jamal uh, Ponce? Or it's just Ponce? I don't know. But, uh, yeah. Cold Dead War. Keep your eyes on that one. Oh, come on, come on, come on. Black Mask? Anything from Black Mask? The second printing of God Killer, Tomorrow's Ashes, number two. That's something. How about Behemoth? We've got Muffuckas, number four, or MFKZ, if you're into that type of thing. I don't like that B variant. I mean, it's not bad art, but it's disturbing as fuck. I don't like that. He's got his own hand in a meat grinder. And he's wearing a shirt that says pain. Oof. This is making me woozy. I'm making me woozy. I gotta click away. So, yeah, motherfuckers. Um. Ahoy? Nope, nothing from Ahoy this week. How about a laughter shock? We've got Baby Teeth number 20. I think that's the last issue there from Johnny Cates. And we got Bunny Mask number 4. Ooh la la. People still loving the Bunny Mask. Um, what's this? From Action Lab Danger Zone, we've got the S Factor from Samuel George London and Chris Panda. What a name. An underappreciated sidekick named called. What? What sidekick named called? Thank you. Which one is it? Is it? Are they named Gray Fox or are they called Gray Fox? You can't be named called. You could be name-called, but not named-called. Just saying. Uh, rebrand. Okay, Gray Fox is going to rebrand himself, is what they could have said. Uh, through a new dating reality TV show for superheroes called The S Factor, where 12 female contestants find out his fight for his affection. <sighs> Meanwhile, his former superior, Dark Fox, Gray Fox, Dark Fox, mm-hmm, is bewildered as to why he would put himself in such a vulnerable position. Dude, it's rock of love for superheroes. It's flavor of love for superheroes. It's uh, 
every other MTV, VH1, BET show that's ever come out for superheroes. Uh, there you go. Um, that's the one actually a book. How about a blaze? A blaze. We have he who mocked, walked. What he who fights with monsters? Number one. There it is. See, this is that one that I was telling you about earlier. You know, and they're speculating on. So maybe that's why I haven't heard anything about it yet because it hasn't come out yet. Did I sign up for this? Fuck. Hmm. It's got the Nazis. The Nazis. Uh, space pirate Captain Harlock. Number four. Uh, and uh, yeah, those are the two titles. Ten covers to choose from between two titles. Boom. From Boom Studios, we got Dark Blood number two, the second printing. Dark Blood number three. Oh, look at that Tales of Suspense variant. Ooh. Uh, Dune House Trades number ten. Uh, Eat the Rich number two. About fucking time. I've been wanting to find out. I've been wanting to find out. Let's put it that way. First issue is very intriguing. Second issue is going to determine whether or not it stays on my pull list. Um, we've got Good Luck, number four, and Once in Future, 20th issue. 20th issue. It's proof. It's just, yeah, oh, I'm not going to speculate it on because it's only a six issue miniseries. Well, so is Once in Future. Now look at it. Um, from Boom, are we talking Dynamite? Uh, Boobarella. Um, and, uh, the other Boobarella. So there you go, Barbarella and Vampirella. And a little, uh, in between. Uh, IDW, we've got G.I. Joe, Real American Hero, number 286, couple covers there. Marvel Action, Spider-Man, number 5. Star Wars Adventures, Ghost of Vader's Castle, number 1. And this must be, a like a weekly... Because what do we just talk about? Like, number four or whatever on the FOCs? Number one hasn't even come out yet. Oh, Lord. Uh, oh, you might be into this one. The Last Ronin, number four. You know, the Turtles thing. Um, yeah, fourth issue, man. It's only a five-parter. It's wrapping up. Are they going to kill Donnie in this one? I don't want them to kill Donnie in this one. I don't want them to. Transformers, number 35. And uh, Transformers, Beast Wars. Number eight. Did you guys hear they're making a Beast Wars movie? That's fucking exciting, eh? Uh, Black Hammer Visions. Number eight. Mm -hmm. Wrapping up there. Uh, Killer Queens. Number two. Fuck me. Uh, I just had David Boer on the podcast. We talked all about Killer Queens. But you haven't heard that episode yet, so you're going to have to stay tuned. Hmm. Hmm. Subscribe. Uh, whoa, three covers on the old Killer Queens, number two. Uh, Norse Mythology, chapter two, number four. That's that Neil Gaiman joint, couple covers there. We've got Harrow Country, Fair Folk, number three, a little four-parter. Mm-hmm, so a bunch of Dark Horse books this week. How about Image? From Image, we've got Chew, number eight. Good Lord, yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, Frontiersman. Number one. This is one that I think I picked up a couple copies of. Um, I, I heard the speculators talking about maybe pushing this book. I feel like it has good potential. I do. Um, I don't know. It's it's. I can't say it's been too long since we've had a big image book to take us. But I mean, we've got Department of Truth. Um, but let, let let's have a big image book that's not Donny Cates or James Tynan the Fourth. You know. I know crossover was supposed to be big, but it just kind of petered off. This is Patrick Kinlan and Marco Ferrari. 
Ferrari. I'm into it, man. I'm into it. Uh, a couple covers, too. Philadelphia, number 17. King Spawn, number 2. Uh, now, is it just going to be the one fucking story this time? Because there was just too much going on in the first one. Um, I, 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 just like everybody, let's everybody get together and do this. Everybody, let's all fucking tell this story. And let's have let Sean Lewis do his thing. You know, is it just him? No, no, it's still him and Todd McFarlane. Ah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. They gotta. That B cover is fucking amazing. See, this is the one. This is the one where I was like, I don't know, man. I think I might want to pick it up just in case because I didn't have an issue. But that fucking is, oh man, I'm gonna be really excited that shows up in my pull list. That's a great fucking cover, and even the C cover, the 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 Javier Fernandez cover. It's just amazing. You get, uh, cash grab, but at the same time, selling art, selling art. Um, Sweet Paprika number three coming out this week. Uh, Noctera number six, the second printing. See, I mean, there's fucking gonna be super low print runs on these these reprints for Noctera and stuff. And I don't know if you heard, but that series is happening. The the TV series will be happening. Uh, Tales from the or an old guard, Tales through time, number six. So remember old guard from Netflix. Well, here's a new chapter. Um. Let's see. Ordinary Gods, number one, second printing. Ordinary Gods, number two, second printing. Okay. Uh, Radiant Black, number seven, second printing. I did pick up a copy of the second printing of Radiant Black. Just because this, this is going to be something, people. It really is. Uh, second Chance is number two. Uh, well, I, think I, I think I signed up for the second one. Um, I know that I wanted to. The first one was interesting. You know, and it, it set up something uh, intriguing, that's for sure. Uh, Saint Mercy number two, uh, Stillwater number ten. I'm so I gotta read Stillwater. I hear great things about it. Um, Summoner's War Legacy. I think that's a um, a video game thing. I think uh, issue number six, Siphon number three. That's just a little micro series there. That's wrapping up, and then that Texas Blood number ten. Uh huh. See, this is one that I thought was actually gonna be a mini series. So. Mm-hmm. I hear good things about it. I do. And then vinyl, number four. So there you go. Um, now uh, let's let's talk Marvel. I know it's a big week for Marvel. Oh, you know what I will say though. Um, you may be wondering, hey, what about House of Slaughter? Um, wasn't that supposed to be? I uh, maybe not yet. I take that back. But I, I thanks to uh, Tarl over at Nerds Forever, he he cued me in here on a little insight. For those of you that may be expecting House of Slaughter. Um, uh, here in the next couple of weeks, it's actually be delayed another week because so many people ordered it. That means it's going to be the massive print run that everybody anticipated. But they want to make sure that there's enough time for the printers to actually print all of the copies. It makes me wonder how big is this print run going to be? You know, is it going for anybody that's going into House of Slaughter thinking that you're going to get um a, something is killing the children type of value? Um, you're out of your minds, because Something is Killing the Children was a very low print run. I think it was like, I don't know, man, it, it, it was, it was low. What was it, 6,000, 9,000 copies, something like that? Um, I mean, low considering. Um, so I don't know, man, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm guessing, I'm guessing 200,000, at least. Uh, 
probably closer to a quarter million on that that house of slaughter so yeah um uh, delayed and i do appreciate nerds forever for reaching out and letting me know that that information because that is valuable stuff for sure um so yeah that's uh that's just a little thing that i wanted to say uh marvel marvel comics now the book's coming out next week we got alien number seven i fucking love those covers as i tend to do um avengers 47 second printing i think this is uh the the reprint of the first appearance of world war she-hulk or the red she-hulk um i'm not sure on that one uh the daredevil 33 second printing yeah something happened in that one i don't remember uh death of doctor strange number one bunch of covers on this one definitely definitely into this one a little five-parter um, Defenders number one getting a second printing. Um, it's the first appearance of uh, fuck. I think a few things actually, but a reprint on that one. And is that Omnimax on the the cover? I'm not a hundred percent certain. Um, Fantastic Four number thirty six. Um, I'm actually halfway through reading thirty five. Don't judge me. I'm not a slow reader. It's a big thick book, and it's it's fucking cool, man. So I'm looking forward to see what what gets set up here in this uh. 36th issue. I have been reading Fantastic Four, and it's been pretty fucking great. Uh, Gamma Flight, number four, we're getting the origin of Stockpile. And if you don't know who Stockpile is, that's, that's, uh, him on the cover? Fuck, I can't, I don't don't remember if it's, no, it's, it's, it's a lady. It's a lady. She's so bulky. Um... (laughs) Uh, but yeah, no, Stockpile is uh, a character that we should all be keeping our eyes on, people. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Low-key. Low-key. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy number 18. Oh, fuck me. Um, Miles number 29, second printing. Oh, shit, look at that cover. Hmm. Second printing might be something. Uh, Moon Knight number 3. So according to Key Collector, they have confirmed... That it's the, uh, oh shit, what's, what's the fucking character's name? Uh, Hunter's Moon. First full appearance of Hunter's Moon. I still, I don't know, this has been said before, and I, I don't know. Uh, I think I did order a couple just in case, but I don't know, man. I might have to be going to a couple different places to, to, to pick up extra copies. Um, and now, with that being said, what I'm leading to on that is you don't, you don't get to be a shelf dweller. Just because something new came to light between now and the FOCs or something was confirmed doesn't mean you could go to the shelf on Wednesday and just grab all of the copies because you're first there. No. Fucking two max, people. Two max on hot books. You know, if you didn't get around to pre-ordering it, even if it's a whoopsie mistake, then just leave it for other people. You don't You don't get to be that fucking cocksucker that, mm, that gives speculators and flippers a bad name. You pre-order your books and you're doing it fucking right, you know. Um, maybe you took the gamble. Maybe you said, "Well, fuck it," you know. Just because it's possible that it could happen, maybe maybe I will pick up ten copies or whatever. But I don't know. Um, is there a? Uh, let me see. Is there a, an incentive on this? I bet you there is. Moon three one and twenty five. Yup, there sure is. Oh, uh, done by Rod Rees. Fuck yeah. Not on the cover there, though. 
I don't think that that's that's a statue, right? That's not Hunter's Moon, is it? Would it be? I don't think so. Um, fuck yeah, man. That's a sweet cover. I think that might be something we're checking out. Oh, man. Fuck, that's cool. The A, the B, and uh, a C for 50 bucks right now? Hmm. Hmm. Might not be terrible for those of you that didn't go ahead and order 25 of them, um, including myself. Fuck. We'll see. Um, and, I mean, with the B cover being a Greg Land, Miles Morales, Moon Knight variant, it's, it's fucking, that's cool. Uh, Reptile, number four, wrapping up there. Uh, Spirits of Vengeance, Ghost Rider, number one, second printing, mm-hmm. I would say so. Probably worth a grab. Uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunters, number 16. Uh, Symbiote Spider-Man Crossroads, number three. There is something that happens in this one as well. Fuck, like I said, there's a lot this week, people. I think this is one I grabbed a couple of. Is it not on Key Collector now? Oh, it's been omitted. So it makes me wonder. Actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, um, it was never on Key Collector. I got that information elsewhere. Because, you know. Um, So, yeah, I hope you guys picked up issue number three. (coughs) I don't remember what's on there, but I know something happens. Uh, United States Captain America number four, another uh, the design. What was it Ariel Agbayani? Mm-hmm. What kind is this one? Uh, I don't know. Is it an American? I mean, that doesn't sound very American. It sounds uh, I don't know. What would Agbayani be from? Hmm. Um, Filipino. There we go. There we go. So, our first Filipino Captain America. So take that for what you will. I usually order one or two of these. Uh, X-Corp number five. A little. F- the first appearance is something in this one. Um, like a corporation or something. So, uh, take it with a grain of salt. But, yeah. A couple covers to choose from there. X-Men number three. We got a few covers. X-Men Legends number seven. We got two first appearances of... Some random folk. Was it like Uchi and... Oh, fuck. It's just so much. Jai Jai and Hino-chan. So, yeah. There you go. And then lastly, we got X-Men Onslaught Revelation. So I think that's one just picking up for the sake of story-wise. Am I right, huh? You know? Figure out who Onslaught... I don't know. I don't know. Um, so there you go, people. Uh, lots of lots of good stuff. I, I think Moon Knight number three might be... Fuck is it? I mean, I don't. According to Key Collector, it's confirmed, but we shall see. I think issue five is the confirmed first cover appearance, though. Um, as far as incentives go, I think the one in twenty-five for Moon Knight probably a a real good a real good pickup, and a low-key pickup is going to be that Symbiote Spider-Man Crossroads number three. Uh huh. Lots of exciting stuff this week. We got EXO back this week. It's just, it's good stuff, people. It's good stuff. So, uh, yeah. Um, alright. Uh, as always, I gotta remind you to check out 307nerdsforever.com. Proud affiliate. And, uh, Inked Marketing. If you're into crowdfunding, if you're a creator out there trying to get your crowdfunder kickstarted or Indiegogo'd, then 
reach out to Inked Marketing and they'll uh, they'll set you in the right direction because that's what they do. And uh, yeah. Oh, and if you're shopping Scout Comics, use code Cheers ten at checkout to save yourself ten percent. And I forget, I forget because it it's a new thing. If you're shopping three hundred seven NerdsForever.com, then use code Cheers to save yourself ten percent. So, got a lot. It's just. It's just good stuff, people. It's just great stuff, as a matter of fact. Um, Alright, I'll talk to you the next time there's things about comics to talk about. Remember to check out CheersToComics.com. It is your one-stop destination for all things Cheers to Comic content. And soon, a store. Yes, what does that mean? Am I going to be selling merchandise? Am I going to be selling comic books? I don't know. Um, Is Cheers to Comics going to become a retailer? (gasps) I don't know. Actually, I do know. You're going to have to find out for your fucking self. And the only way to do that is to keep a close eye on CheersToComics.com. So, um, I'll, uh, I'm going to keep commanding that you, uh, you stay safe and you, you read responsibly. Cheers, you fuckers. Hi, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. Hey everyone, I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. This is Drew Zucker, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. Hey, this is Ed Brisson, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. Podcast recommendations, you ask? Brian Wayne here, co-curator of The Apocalypse, And I know that sounds gnarly. That's because it is gnarly, man. The Apocalypse. What is The Apocalypse? The Apocalypse is a culmination of the gnarliest podcast, independent podcast the internet has to offer. So instead of trying to go to Twitter the next time you uh, need a new podcast to listen to and try to get Twitter famous, podcast recommendations, please. Just think The Apocalypse, man. And it's ironic because The Apocalypse is only the beginning. It's only the beginning. Just go to podchaser.com. It's it's in the top list. The top list in the whole world. So whether you're looking for true crime, sports, uh, role-playing, uh, I don't know, anything, anything. Think of a podcast. It's on the apocalypse. It's like the apocalypse with a D. Hmm. And do not forget to follow the Apocalypse on Twitter as well. Once again, that is the Apocalypse. If you're looking for a podcast recommendation, the Apocalypse is sure to have something for you. Good morning. Brian Wayne here to tell you about my new podcast, The Real Brains. The Real Brains podcast is a show coming out daily, dedicated to the everyday struggle of just the average human being. From troubles with rage to uh, just anecdotes about uh, very strange human interactions, this podcast really is just a uh, somebody that's all too familiar with the struggle. I'm here to let you know that you are not alone, so come laugh at uh, our pain together every single weekday, every place you can catch a podcast. Check out The Real Brains with Brian Wayne, and remember, stay sane.